Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verses 3 through 4. If clouds are full of water, they pour rain upon the earth. Whether a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where it falls, there it will lie. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. I'm immediately brought back to my childhood where I would lie on the grass and just gaze up into the sky, watching the clouds roll over. I love those memories. It was just a, a time in my life when I had no responsibilities <laughs> and I could just kind of lie there and, and dream. That's not, I don't think that's what this verse in Ecclesiastes is talking about. It's talking about somebody who uh, doesn't want to put in the work for the harvest. Maybe they maybe they plant the seeds and then they sit back and relax and and just hope it all comes together. And, and what, what could this mean? You know, what, what relevance might this have? Obviously the moral of the story is do the hard work, finish the job. But, but as it relates to our faith, uh, I'm thinking about James chapter two, you know, when he talks about faith without mm-hmm. works is dead. Uh, th- that's where my mind goes because it's, I think maybe there's a, there's a metaphor here where, okay, the Lord has planted a seed in us right? He's, he's the farmer here. And that seed needs to be grown, um, cultivated, watered, and then it will bear much fruit by the power of the Holy Spirit. But, you know, we have involvement in that. And when we act it out, when we notice the fruit uh, from the seed in our lives of love and joy and peace and patience, then, then we act on those things. That's, I think that's maybe what James was talking about. So it's not just sitting back in a hammock and waiting for God to fix the world. It's saying, okay, Lord, you've given me the gospel. You've given me your Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to jump in, uh, be part of the harvest, be part of the work, finish the job to be repairers of the breach. Uh, I, uh, I think this was a few weeks ago. Um, I was in church mm-hmm. and suddenly a, a thought came to me. Uh, about the nature of biblical literature, the Old Testament and the New, and in how many places the language of the Bible actually places us in nature and describes nature. So here we have, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. if clouds are full of water, they pour rain upon the earth. Uh, where a tree falls to the south or to the north in its place where it falls, uh, there will it lie. Now, you drew out a, uh, a, a kind of a, I don't know, it wasn't a moral, but it was a uh, kind of a relational thing between God and what he wants uh, us to do. But nature uh, is such a um, stage full of things that surround us at all times. And I think one of the things that kept me away from the Bible was uh, there was too, uh, this is talking from the pews now. uh, There was too much theology and intellectual Mm -hmm. discourse from Mm -hmm. the pulpit, whereas the Bible is actually planting us in this world that we have moved into out of Eden, and and while it's a much more dangerous and sometimes volatile place, uh, it's the same world with creatures of all around, and the trees, and and the grass, and the place where you were lying down as a kid. In other words, mm-hmm. we're enveloped 
by this world in wondrous ways. And the Bible is very, very fruitful that way. It, it, it's constantly keeping us on earth where we may want to fly away and, and, and just be with the angels and God, but no, actually we're here on earth. And that's where your point comes in. It's very important is he didn't put us just to sit and watch. We are mm-hmm. to go out into the world, and, and it, it specifically as Christians, we go to make disciples of all nations. So, But it's in the context of this amazing work of creation, the world itself, the seas and, the, and all the uh, creatures in it, the, the whales, and all, it's, it's just actually a source of wonder. Uh, and I think the Bible mm-hmm. brings us back to that time and time again in both the Old and New Testament. And I feel that I love it when you talk about nature, Eric, because um, sometimes I feel most human in the sense of most um, designed like God intended me when I picture nature the way you talk about it and our place in it. You know, if we're, if we're creatures made by a creator, part of the creation, then we are most alive when we are just being who God created us to be, which includes being caretakers of the garden of, of the creation, which is maybe what's being drawn out here. So I always like um, thinking about our role that way. Uh, it's, it's so interesting that I was listening to a sermon and... Uh, that thought came into my head, and I, I wanted to go back and uh, look for verses, and, and and I found them in the New Testament. I mean, when Jesus is speaking, he's oftentimes referencing metaphorically or in other ways, uh, you know, uh, using language to places here on the planet Earth, hmm. for better and for worse. Mm-hmm. 